0: Hello everybody, and welcome to the ninth mm-hmm. inaugural episode of Casey and John John. Yeah, welcome aboard. Uh, as always we would just like to thank our six listeners. Yeah. With, uh, Ho- hopefully it's it's grown in within a week, but I would I would hope that it hasn't gone down. Yeah. That would be my biggest hope, frankly. And um, as as usual we're just so glad that all of you guys are here with us. It just it just fills our hearts with joy.
1: Yes. That not cockles anymore. Like. Uh, let's not overuse that word. Yeah. 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 Because I don't like cockles either. Yeah. I, I do though. Yeah. I love cockles. I yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I guess we've gone there in the we've first sixty seconds. Yeah. Of the podcast. Not even fifty seconds actually. And uh, yeah. So and I think it's probably a good time to go. Into, into our th- usual disclaimer? Yeah, where we're just going to say that please don't take anything that we say too seriously. Yeah. We, we do have wisdom and knowledge. Yes. In abundance. In abundance. But the podcast does not necessarily have that in abundance.
1: Yeah. We and apologize for that um, interruption. Uh, we we have we have a person here today called Denise who is apparently Casey's fiancé or fiance apparently. That's like apparently appar- that's how you actually pronounce yeah, it. Well, I, prefer fiance. I prefer fiancé. I yeah. prefer fiancé as well. And like, like apparently, like she decided not to silence her phone. Yeah, when like she recording. she has no regard for our um, our quality podcast. Yeah, I yeah. guess
0: not. But I mean, I guess even I don't have regard for our quality of podcast.
1: Why not? Uh
0: we're just filler. We're background noise, lah, yeah. basically. You're, you're, like, we are the podcast where you have on... If you're gonna do something important, yeah. and you just want background noise, yeah, that's where Casey and John come.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, we have so much quality content, though. Mm, yeah. And if you're not paying full attention to us, you might miss out on some... Some of the gems. That that's true. Yeah, that's true. We do have a couple of gems scattered we, in. We have like multiple gems, scattered yeah. in into our podcast. We are like that rainbow Daytona. Oh, that's a lot of gems. Yeah, that's way too many gems. We're just literally covered in gems. Yes, yeah. we're not. We're not I'm dead. not using the word literally right, but. But it's, anyway, yeah. Anyway, you get you get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, continue on with our disclaimer.
0: Uh please just don't sue us. If you take any of our advice, yes.
1: and it goes wrong, don't sue us. Yeah, We, we do not accept yeah. any responsibility. This, this is like the end-user end license agreement and if podcast you, Yeah, And sure. if, if you listen past this point, it means you agree. Yeah, And we
0: are like just... We're, un, we're not liable for anything that happens. We are absolved yeah. of all responsibility. Yeah. So, I guess what we're talking about today, like moving forwards from what we spoke about on the last podcast yes, is the
1: modifying of watches again yeah. so uh, you want to crack that beer open? I do want to crack this beer open so what I'm currently having is uh, you know I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even able to pronounce his name because it's in I, I want to say Norwegian yes Norwegian it's Nøgner <laughs> I think I don't know man I I look at you as if you have
0: all the answers, but yeah, clearly not. No, I yeah. don't. Like <sighs> even in IKEA, like all I can do
1: is just mess up all the names there. No, I mean IKEA is like a, a breeding ground for puns. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, right. so this Nurgne uh, is an imperial brown ale. Some strong It's double brown ale. Yeah. This is only seven point five percent though. Well it's strong in taste. Strong in taste for sure. If not in alcohol. Yeah. yeah. And well, can you hear this this is the asmr section yeah i don't think that's that's probably worked out i probably as well i'll leave you a bit as well yeah thank you sir you're welcome i'm pretty buzzed i'm still working my way there anyway cheers cheers cheers, is mine Prust. as they say in in deutschland ich liebe deutschland yes ich bin ein berliner
0: Okay, so I think we can go on our first segue of the day.
1: <laughs> we haven't even reached the main topic, so I don't think there's a segue. <laughs> we can't go on a tangent if we haven't covered anything. But anyway, anyway, so like a very famous
0: person who said, Ich bin ein Berliner, is um, obviously
1: JFK. What? Was it not Theodore Roosevelt? No, it was JFK. Oh, K. okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, you see? Gem. If you, yeah, another gem. Gem'd up.
0: Yeah. yeah, and uh, he, he actually said it could be an i Berliner when he made the speech in West Germany yes and there was a whole myth going around that he made a fool out of himself because apparently like according to the myth Berliner is a type of like German pastry mm-hmm. so he essentially said I am a donut but no it's not true because Berliner is something that the people from Berlin would actually say yeah So, he was not making a fool of himself. He was actually saying it right. Cool. Yeah. So, that's our first gem of the day. Second gem? Gem. Gem. Yeah. Second gem. Anyway. Yeah. So, our topic for the day is watch modding. Again. Yeah. Because we we did explore this in the last episode. Yeah. But we did not go all the way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you would think one hour is way too much for to pay attention to us. But apparently not But like we have so much wisdom Someone and to opinions share. to share yeah. that especially on the topic of watch modding.
0: Yeah. Um so what um, we went through was the whole um what is the definition of watch modding? Yeah. And changing straps and bracelets yeah. and eventually changing hands yeah. and dials. Yeah. And like how far can you go in modding? Yeah. Uh where it remains the same watch, and yeah. that led us to the whole philosophical question. Yes, which was a very interesting tangent, no, if I, I mean, will say yeah. so myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure our listeners, our six listeners, really valued our insight um, into that topic. Yeah, um, we want to continue upon that. Yep. To discuss, uh, like, like how we were talking about if you change all the panels of, of a of a boat. Yep. Is it still the same boat? Yep. And on, on a similar note, um, if you have a vintage watch for example, yeah. and you restore it to its original condition, yep. is that still the same watch? Yeah,
0: because a lot of times the restoration process doesn't actually involve restoring the original parts, mm-hmm. but just replacing them outright. Yeah, and I think Rolex is one of the brands that is pretty infamous for this. Yeah, because if you have a vintage Submariner, yeah, and you sent it in to Rolex to service, mm-hmm. they would actually replace the hands and the dial yeah. and everything, mm-hmm. and which is why, in effect, if you were to send a Rolex back to Rolex yeah. to service, it actually loses some of its resale value. Yeah, because, because it's not
1: original yeah also you can't see my inverted thing uh, inverted commas yeah with my fingers um Cause because unfortunately we don't have faces built for video. video yeah not yet yeah at least we can't pleasure you visually, visually but orally like
0: we are right there yeah yeah we're there for you yeah yeah anyway so anyway so yeah it's, like this is the
1: ninth episode isn't it yeah yeah, for, for like literally nine hours, we've been pleasuring people already.
0: Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think that's an achievement to be proud of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denise agrees. Yeah, definitely.
0: Like, the fact that she's sighing yeah. is a sign of agreement. Yeah, yeah like in local Malaysian culture, yeah. for those of you who don't know, yeah. sighing is a sign of agreement. <sighs> there you go. See? Well yeah, done, yeah. well done, yeah. well, played. well played. And now you've learned a bit of culture. I think this is where the disclaimer comes in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, restoring watches. Yeah. I, I don't know um, where we'll to draw, we'll the line. draw the line. Yeah, because I, I think replacing. So, okay, so like you can replace the hands and dial. Yeah. And that would kind of make it restored. Yeah, but it also changes the entire look. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, there are people who restore... Like, you can send it to third-party yeah. um, service people, I yeah. guess. And they would actually take the watch, uh-huh. and they would take the dial and the hands, and they would, like, clean everything up. Yeah. Remove all the loom. Yeah. And replace it with that Fortina loom. Yeah, okay. Is that... Is that restored? Because... It's no longer the
1: original doom. I'm I'm sure you're enjoying the bit of street racing that's happening outside my apartment. Yep. Uh, Unfortunately, that you can't really change because of the nature of where I stay. Yeah, unfortunately. It's just the the people around here are like that. Yep. Anyway. (coughs) Anyway. Anyway. Um, I guess... I think... (laughs) Cleaning up is not an issue. Cleaning up isn't an issue. Yep. Um, re looming polishing would you say that's an issue
0: <sighs> I I think it really depends because yeah. there are two types of polishing mm-hmm. the the common type of polishing is where they just literally just um, buff out all yeah. the scratches on yeah. your watch and they don't actually care about maintaining the shape yeah. of the case like the, the sharp edges and yeah. stuff like that whereas you have people like L- Lepinus, Lepinist, Lapinist Lapinist at L A P I N I S T. Um he's I have no idea. He's this guy on the Instagram who does beautiful re- restorations of watches. He he specializes in Seiko. And he does Is
1: it like the, the Croatian dude or I think
0: so, yeah. Like he does all this Zaratsu uh, polishing yeah, yeah, for yeah, the OG yeah. King Seiko's and Grand yeah. Seiko's. His work is fantastic. Hmm.
1: I okay. I know. I know what you're talking about.
0: And yeah. I, I would say that if you had your case restored by him, that would not at all diminish the value of the watch. Yeah. Whereas if you just go for that cheap polishing job where yeah. you just blunt all the edges, yeah, I would say that definitely diminishes the value.
1: But then that that goes into the. The other argument for like vintage collectors, right mm-hmm. where they want the watch in the original condition yeah Un- you know? totally unpolished like, yeah yeah um, and with all the patina yes, which let's be honest, it's damage yep uh, but you know that's that's an important thing towards Value. it seems like a quite a fair bit of collectors yeah.
0: Um, I, I have to ask you I think what, what's your opinion on patina
1: my opinion on patina yeah Is damage <laughs> like you're not a fan of patina I'm, at all I I won't say that I don't like patina at all okay take my my explorer too for example yeah the tritium is creaming yeah for, yeah. La- for lack of a better term phrasing phrasing yeah um, like it's turning that nice creamy color, which is what like it adds character, I suppose, yep, um, and I wouldn't want that to be restored, yep, yep, uh, but if we're talking about spider dials, uh-huh. <sighs> yeah, spider dials, tropical dials, yep, I think that's just marketing bullshit it's i i don't even know if it's marketing it, i think it's just proof that rolex can do no wrong not just i mean not just rolex like you're, you're looking at ap's or but spider dials is a rolex thing spider dials are a rolex thing yeah. and like honestly like you can't say that isn't damage. yeah the dial has is has been ruined ruined yeah not ruined like the sixteen five fifty for example so the Explorer Two, the transitional Explorer Two, uh-huh. that fade like the whole dial faded. Oh, okay. Like there was yep, a yep. defect in the paint, and yep. it fades, and it fades to a cream. Yeah. Like, yes, that something has has gone wrong there, yep. but it's gone wrong, to me, in a nice kind of way. Yeah. Whereas the spider, whereas dial a is, spider dial, like it's it, a broken dial. It's defected. It's defected. Yeah. Like yeah, defected. Defective, yeah. Defective, <laughs> Defective. <laughs> so we yeah, have a yeah, totally yeah, different no, meaning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, it hasn't left North Korea yeah. to go to South Korea or China. Yeah.
0: Shout out to our Pyongyang bros. Yeah, Anhyangseyo. Anhyangseyo. If anyone is listening to us from North Korea, in mm. North Korea, highly doubtful, but yeah, probably not. Anyong. Like, well, you never know. Maybe the South Koreans will put our podcast on a thumb drive and drop it over North Korea. Highly likely. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you yeah.
1: expose like, the North Koreans to some culture? Yeah. Stuff? You know, because we, we are the biggest sources of culture on the entire internet. Yeah, for sure. Yep. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, going back to the whole patina
0: thing. <laughs> yes. Like, you've seen my Seamaster. Yes. The, the one I that think... I just posted on Instagram today. With that brown, frankly speaking, water-damaged dial. When when we say today, it's like um, the twenty fifth of September. Yeah. I so maybe about two two weeks. Yeah. A week. Two, A week. Two weeks. A week plus. No, because we're posting the last episode next week, so it'll be the week after that. Yeah. Yeah. So almost two weeks. Almost two weeks. Yeah. Um, I I don't generally enjoy patina either. Yeah. But in this case, because it's my dad's watch, mm-hmm. so the patina is personal. Okay. And. Because of that, I don't <clears> mind it. Yeah. Yeah. But... Fair enough. Like, if I were to see another sea master in that condition... Yeah. I would just consider it water damage. Yeah. I would not want um,
1: that. I guess... This is a good time to bring up... You remember I did that... Um, time and Tide talk. Mm-hmm. Like, the the YouTube video for Time and Tide. Yeah. no, you know, like, talking watches, basically. Shout out to Time and Tide. Um where I discussed my JLC master control. Uh-huh. And I mentioned how uh like when I got when I got it from my grandfather, mm-hmm. it was like it's a JLC. Yep. Like oxygen scratches it. Yeah. 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 Um but when so I sent it and it it wasn't it wasn't uh, functioning so it went in for service and then when it came back yeah, it was like completely polished mm-hmm. you know it was, it was basically like new yep and I mean to me at the time I was like shit this is awesome not, this is not the same watch okay okay yeah. Um, yeah but yet you know I get to make my mark upon it yep in a way, yeah. So, um, would you would you say that if you send this in for service and they replace the dial, like, would you like what would your sentiments be about that? Oh, that that's a tough question. Hmm. I think because um, I, I would say at the end of the same, at the at the end of the day, it's still the same watch. But yeah, we come back to that philosophical yeah. question again. Yeah,
0: um, I would say frankly that. In this in this case, yeah, I would personally prefer, yeah, to keep the current patina, yeah, like you were saying, add your mark to it, right? Yeah, I would rather add my mark, yeah, to a watch that already has its marks, yeah. As long as the the person who initiated the whole process, yeah, was someone who is near and dear to me, yeah, yeah.
1: So you know, like with with all of these, it's it's a really sentimental yeah issue. It is. Mm.
0: Like I would very frankly say that the Seamaster mm. that I that like my dad has yeah. is not a very valuable watch based on condition because mm. it's it, it's frankly speaking it's just damaged. Yeah. You can call it patina. You can call it character. You can yeah. call it whatever the hell yeah. you want. But it's. At the end of the day, it's just water damage. Yeah, from the fact that it's been in Malaysia, in our humidity, basically. Yeah, our tropical humid climate for like fifty years. Yeah, like dude, I think if I remember right, I think that watch was nineteen fifty four. Oh okay. So, that's That's, like that's like three. That's like when my dad was three years old. Yeah, it's like sixty six years old. The watch is sixty six years old, and. It technically speaking, it's older than our country. Cause we declared independence yeah. in nineteen
1: fifty seven. Yeah. So the watch is older than our country. Yeah. And of Malaysia in case you guys haven't realized yeah. already. But the six listeners should know anyway. But yeah, they should. Anyway.
0: Uh yeah, so <clears throat> I mean mm-hmm. I guess you for I'm I'm pretty sure like that watch has never been sent for a full service. Yeah. Like, nobody's doing gasket changes and water pressure Mm tests in that era. Yeah. So... I think, obviously, at one point, the seals just... were just too disintegrated. Yeah. And, yeah, water got in. And you just damaged the watch as a whole. But the fact is that that watch, I guess, has been part of the family. Yeah. So, that kind of changes things. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Mm. So... That, I think that personally is the only situation where I would desire patina. Mm-hmm. When that patina has a personal connection. Actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because uh, I, f- I feel like vintage collectors like oh this, you know once again shout out to Time and Tie but you know every watch mm-hmm. has a story. Yeah. And um, these collectors tend to seek out like patina because oh it's it's got character it, mm-hmm. it has a you know the person using it had a story and they've used it in this in these certain um situations for yep. example yep. but like it's not like it's not a personal thing no here's the thing like i whenever people say that and like people
0: will go like oh i wonder what stories this yeah. watch has to tell what i always personally think of yeah. is like okay this this douchebag <laughs> had a fancy watch yeah. in the sixties or seventies. Yeah.
1: I bet he cheated on his wife no, with this here, watch. No, but here's the thing, like uh, a Rolex in the fifties or sixties wouldn't not have been the same level of um douchebaggery. Ra- yeah douchebagger. <laughs> douchebaggery, let's let's go with that. Yeah. Um as it does now. But the seventies, eighties, I think so. 70s and uh, I I don't know
0: I wasn't alive then yeah but I think that's when Rolex transitioned to the
1: luxury market rather than the two watch market um I would say all of that was triggered by AP yeah and subsequently Patek yeah with the
0: original Royal Oak and yeah but
1: like I mean back
0: then you could still get it for like a few hundred dollars right yeah that's true but I mean, if you, uh, yeah, even if you account for inflation, it's still a lot less than what a watch would go for now. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, back back in those days, mm-hmm. not like, not like we were alive then. Mm-hmm. Um But like quartz watches were the were the ones that are more expensive. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah. Because that than was the mm-hmm. then like a Rolex, for example.
0: Mm-hmm. Quartz watches were avant-garde. Yeah, yeah. They were the in thing. They were the future yeah. of watches, and. I guess this is a discussion on its own, but um, I think Seiko is at fault here because
1: the <sighs> bloody Japanese.
0: You're right. They just <sighs> commercialized. So quartz was the high end option. Yes. So you know, you like back then, you had the King Quartz and yeah. the Grand Quartz uh-huh. with the Twin Quartz special mechanisms and stuff like that. Sure. And that was, like, Grand Quads would be way above Grand Seiko. Because that was the advanced technology of the day. And Seiko basically democratized the technology and brought Quads to lower-end watches and Mm -hmm. made it available for the common man. And that was basically the downfall of Quads watches.
1: Um, What about Swatch?
0: Swatch was a response yeah. To, grand, to, to Seiko yeah. democratizing quartz watches. Mm-hmm. Like, me,
1: like, um, like how Seiko has democratized um, automatic watches as well. Yeah. Like yeah. Swatch, oh, I think... mechanical watches. Basically. So
0: I think if we were to go into the history of Swatch, yeah. it was basically, I think, the late 70s, early 80s, yeah. the quartz crisis, where all the traditional Swiss brands yeah. were in trouble, yeah, because they were way behind on watchmaking mm-hmm. technology, basically, basically Cause on, the, on the Asians, because
1: Asian pride. pride,
0: yeah, hell yeah, and yeah. Um, Seiko were just releasing so many quartz watches at reasonable prices yeah. that everyone could afford, and yeah. people at that point were like. Why would you buy a mechanical watch yeah. when you can have a quad? Yeah, when but it's more accurate and it's,
1: it's just a better product. Yeah,
0: it's more accurate, yeah. it's more reliable, it's more robust. Yeah. You don't have to wear it every day and you just keep running. Mm-hmm. You just have to change the battery once every two years. Mm-hmm. Like, is that a big deal? Yeah, So,
1: or like 10 fucking years if you're looking at Casio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like I, I still have my watch from high school. That I wore throughout high school, uh-huh. and I've never changed the battery, and it's still, it's still going it strong. still reminds me that it's alive because I it, it, it rings beeps. its alarm every midnight. Okay, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, M- maybe you could reset that alarm. I have tried to turn it off, and I you have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I, anyway, I, I just I, I like it. The I, reminder. I just like it reminding me yeah, of sure. its existence. Like it,
0: it's in a drawer, but I know it's there. Yeah, because. That's the thing. Like quartz watches got so advanced. Yes. You could literally have a quartz watch with a perpetual calendar, an yes. alarm, a stopwatch, world time. a timer, world time. Yeah.
1: Not like, and not just like twenty four hours, but like even stuff in between. Like, yeah, like the half like hour. India, for example. Yeah, the half
0: yeah. hour increments as well. Yeah. Shout and, out to India.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: And you could get all that for like fifty dollars yeah and I don't think you could get that in a mechanical watch I don't no, know yeah of a mechanical watch that has all that yeah. I don't think it exists and yeah I, I that that's kind of why this hobby is so um, counterintuitive because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't actually make sense mm-hmm. we indulge in collecting out, dated technology yeah that's basically what it is yeah um and I guess that kind of ties back to cars as well <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing yeah, yeah. like because
1: people nowadays I mean I mean like, yeah, like with electric cars for example yeah obviously electric cars are, are the future yeah um in fact we should be relying less on private transport yeah um the Sorry, this, this is coming from my urban planner background. Mm. Ooh, Flex. Flex. Master's in urban planning at right. the University of Melbourne. Oh, Shout yeah. out to... Actually, fuck the University of Melbourne. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's a story for another day. Yeah, that's a story for another day. That's another a story day. for another day. But, <laughs> um, but like... Okay, if, if electric cars are the future, mm-hmm. and they... Let's be honest, they provide an arguably superior product. You've got the instant torque... Um, it's you would better for the environment uh, depending on where depending you get on your electricity from. Yeah. but yeah
0: at, at the like I think research has shown yeah. that even if your power is coming from like coal yeah. power plants you at worst your emissions are yeah. equal to uh,
1: internal combustion engine yeah so yeah. yeah and plus you're not putting out extra CO2
0: well, wow. yeah, ish. yeah.
1: I you can
0: you can call it zero tailpipe emissions, yeah. but uh,
1: I still love the internal combustion engine. Yeah, for sure. Like it's hard to go 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 wrong with a beautiful V six or an inline six. or an inline six. Yeah, shout out to BMW. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, for our Americans, I guess the V eight or the or a V eight. Yeah, like. You don't get that oral pleasure, yep. From and I like to be pleasured orally mm-hmm. by by uh, what was what was the term? Suck, squeeze, blow, bang. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, suck, squeeze, gl- blow, bang. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Which is how an internal combustion engine functions. Yep. By sucking and squeezing and blowing and banging. Yep. Yeah.
0: I think that's right.
1: Yes. Yeah. It, sound, it sounds right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, um, the fact is that this hobby is a very strange one. It's a subjective hobby. Yeah. Because we kind of pursue the latest technology. Yes. When we talk about amagnetic movements, silicone uh-huh. hairsprings. Yeah. Uh, advanced alloys, yeah, or if you want to go further, like spring drive, yeah, and stuff, we are pursuing advanced technology mm-hmm. in an ancient field, yeah. Because if you want to talk about, like, okay, so you have a silicon hairspring in a to be on, yeah, in order to minimize the variation and make sure it's not affected by magnetism yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. All of that has been solved yeah. by the quads yeah. mechanism. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck are we doing? Mm. I, it, it, it doesn't actually make sense if you were really to think about yeah. it.
1: Really. It's... But, the, I mean, that's why this is more of a hobby for the heart than the head. Yeah. Like, if we are rational adults, mm. which I see most of us are, well but this but this is this is more of a feeling kind of thing. Yeah. And you know noth- nothing beats um actual moving parts that you can interact with. Yeah. Like knowing uh, the intricacies yeah, of it, right. And in I mean in a way that kinda ties back to us where like we, we are also just a collection of parts that come together. Mm-hmm. And to, to be more allow than us that, to function to be and, more than the sum of your parts yeah. yeah and in a way that's the same thing for like mechanical watches yeah. right yeah. or or cars with yeah. with you know proper engines yeah and minimal electronics yeah, yeah. so I guess and, that, that, and that's like the connection that we feel from human to machine really yeah like uh, it's it's a feeling
0: it's a feeling thing you know it's it's the greatest cliche yeah with mechanical watches yeah like people like to say that oh um, a mechanical watch depends on you yeah and that's why you have a connection with it yeah because like if a man, if it's a manual winding watch if you stop winding it yeah. it dies if it's an automatic watch if you don't wear it it dies yeah. so there is a certain connection that mm. you have like if you keep wearing it it keeps running if you stop it stops yeah so and I, I guess that's kind of related to cars again as yeah. well, where you know, like people, you have your twin clutch gearboxes. Yeah. You have your f- phenomenal ZF 8 speed gearboxes yeah. that can change gears faster than any human can. Yeah. And just keep you in the top band and just give you the maximum possible yeah. acceleration. But having your own manual and Rowing through your own gears is still a totally different feeling. Yeah, you may be slower. Yeah, but you get that engagement yeah. that you wouldn't otherwise get. Yeah, yeah, and I guess that's just part of the reason why people love
1: manual gearboxes and or manual winding watches, slash automatic mechanical watches. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. But
0: it, it, I, I, I think we can go on a little bit of a tangent again but
1: I, I feel like this is a this is a tangent already yeah it's a but, tangent from our tangent yeah because i mean we were talking about modding watches and now we're talking we're getting really philosophical here. yeah you see like the, that's the beauty that you get from our podcast yeah. you never know what to you know, what it's, we're, it's, we're right? a box of chocolates yeah you never know, you what, never you're know, gonna know get get. what you're going to get but
0: i i've always found that saying so funny why because you never know what you get
1: from a box of chocolates
0: you're getting chocolates
1: Yes. So, what the fuck is the mystery there? Well, to be fair, this is Forrest Gump we're talking about. Yeah. Um. Anyway. 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 Uh, great movie though. Yes. Yeah. Phenomenal movie. Yeah. Um, um. Where? Were do you want to start a shrimp
0: company though? We could. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't think anyone's ever done that before. Casey and John John Shrimp. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, to our six viewers, if you. Agree with us starting our oh. own shrimp farm? Please uh, write in our comments on the dot watch dot or or the chrono trooper.
0: Yeah, and yeah let, on, on Instagram. Yeah, and let us know if you want yeah a shrimp restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Well, shrimp 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 restaurant. Yeah, I've totally forgotten where I was gonna. Oh right, okay. So, <laughs> manual gearboxes. Yes, are the best. Thief. Um, what's the word for it? Like repellent. Like okay. Like if if you want your car to be safe. Yeah. From thieves. Yeah. A manual gearbox. Yeah. Is a very good way to start. Because I think there was actually, um, this news story. Yeah. I think like this two teenagers, like they they tried to carjack a woman. Yeah. They like I think she was like in a shopping like in a. Grocery store or shopping uh-huh. mall or whatever and she was bringing her stuff back to the car and then they carjacked her. Yeah, they gone into the car. Yeah, and then oh fuck manual gearbox. Uh, okay mm, eh. See ya, <laughs> and then they tried to run away on foot and they yeah. got caught by the cops. Lovely. Yeah, so manual gearboxes yeah. are the way to go.
1: Cool Yeah, I actually did not learn manual No, so I like I learned driving when I was in Australia, so you yeah. get you get pick and I wanted, to, I wanted to learn on a manual gearbox. But, but my dad was like, no, you learn automatic. I was like, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> it's like, because automatic's easier. It's like, so it's easier to pass. I'm like, well, but I might as well do like the more difficult thing. Because like, I don't need to think when I, when, when you're driving automatic. Yeah, you don't. Um, it's literally just two yeah. pedals and a wheel. Like, I, I, I understand the concept of Driving a, a manual, um, but I just haven't put that theory into practice. So, so wait, you except been... on a motorcycle? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, have, have I told you about the time where I had my quarter-life crisis and I bought a motorcycle? Uh, I think I heard part of the story, but I don't know the full story. So, so I see, worry. I see the niece just like judging. Oh, what the fuck are you quarter-life crisis crisising about? Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. You know, I, I'm still human. I have my crises. Are we human? I sometimes feel like a dancer though.
0: Are we? Are
1: we? Are we we gonna do karaoke
0: again on our Uh, on our podcast? I I think we probably shouldn't. Yeah, but yeah. So anyway, tell
1: tell me more about this bike. Oh, so I bought a, like on a whim because of my quarter life crisis, Mm -hmm. I decided the only way I could feel alive again Mm -hmm. was to get a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. So I did. What motorcycle? I got a Honda CBR250R, which is an inline four. Uh Um, I don't know how many horsepower and all that, but basically it was like the most powerful bike I could get at, my license level, yeah, without, obviously. Without going yeah, for a more yeah, advanced yeah, yeah. license. Yeah. Um, Did you get a leather jacket to go with it? Dude, I have a motorcycle suit. Ooh. Okay. It is all white. Wow. I have white boots, white, white gloves, uh-huh. and a white helmet. I'm basically ah. a stick on the motorcycle I was just going to say, are you trying that is, to be... That is, that is the reason why I got everything in white. Okay. Anyway. What color is the bike? Black. <laughs> it was matte black. Nice. Which is opposed to my, my car, which is in, in white. Oh, your alpha's in white? My alpha's in white. Flex. Oh. Flex. Flex. Appar- oh. Also, another flex. Apparently, it's the only um, Alpha GTA. Oh, one sorry. Alpha 147 GTA in that color in Australia.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Flex. Flex. That's a flex.
0: That is the biggest flex, yeah. Yeah, the fact that you can afford to upkeep an
1: Italian car in is Australia a flex, yeah?
0: is a flex yeah. on its own. Yeah, Are I
1: you... mean, we can we can go into the the myriad of issues. Okay, okay. so I guess this kind of ties back to um, what we were talking about in terms of modding, replacing parts. Um, so my Alpha, as mm-hmm. I've probably mentioned before. Mm, yeah. Just ignore the fucking motorcycles. Um, so there was this one time when I was driving, mm-hmm. and as I was making a right turn mm-hmm. in the middle of this intersection, mm-hmm. there was a huge bang. Yes, lost all power, mm-hmm. um, but I managed like with the momentum, I managed to roll to at least the side of the of the of the road. Yeah, and. Um, Turns out, the differential exploded. Yeah, like literally. Literally exploded yeah. and tore through the entire transmission. And just left a bunch of parts on the road, right? I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that differential got replaced by a Q2 differential, uh-huh. which is the LSD. Yeah. Which is an LSD, and it's made... Okay, so the... The old differential was a ticking time bomb. Yeah. And it was made out of two parts welded together. The car is a ticking time bomb because it's an alpha. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, but this was the ticking time bomb within a ticking time bomb. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I've replaced that mm-hmm. differential mm-hmm. with a... Superior. Superior differential, which yeah. is made out of just a solid mm-hmm. piece of metal. Mm-hmm. So that theoretically should not explode. Yep. Yeah. Um so going back to what we were saying about how you know replacing parts, like mm-hmm. obviously the car isn't original. Yeah. Um but it is still a 147 mm-hmm. GDA. Mm-hmm. Because like everything else is stock Yeah. Other uh, than the differential. Like I have actually this is also going back to the previous previous episode where we were talking about Modding your car mm-hmm. You know, putting better parts in mm-hmm. um, I have thought about that You know, putting a new exhaust in Coilovers Yeah M- Maybe brakes yep. Definitely a fucking Bluetooth system Because <laughs> I can't I can't I've a, My car's a CD player for God's sakes <laughs> 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 who, who My car has, has a CD, CD player. player? Oh my God uh, <laughs> And and also, um, like you know, you know that, that cigarette port mm-hmm. that you can plug shit yeah, into? Yeah, it's broken, right? It doesn't work. Yeah.
0: Because it's an Alpha. Because it's, <laughs> it's an
1: Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you would expect from an Alpha. That's the least I would expect. Yeah. Yeah, just shit that doesn't work. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Like, if I put through all of these modifications that I want to achieve, mm-hmm. would it still be the same car? Yes and no. Yeah, so
0: like we were talking about this, like how you would seek out the original R thirty four to mod it.
1: I, no, I would actually want the ori- like original and just not mod it. Okay, maybe not you, but a lot of people a seek lot of out people an R thirty
0: four in order to modify it to be the perfect yeah race car. Yeah, yeah essentially. Um, I guess it's the same thing here as well. Like mm-hmm. if you were to modify your Alpha, mm-hmm. it would technically not be original anymore. Yeah. And people would just be would be less keen on the car.
1: Yes. Yeah. especially in the second-hand market. But the thing is like I really don't intend on selling the car. Yeah. So because I, like it's special. You it make, make me feel, feel special. special. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean
0: it, it's uh, it's really one of those things where I think if you intend to keep it yeah it doesn't matter what the fuck you do with it yeah because it's yours yeah yeah like even with watches yeah go- so going back to our watches yeah like a lot of people I know buy watches based on resale value mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like, you buy a Rolex because it's going to maintain value yeah. or increase in value. Yeah. You buy limited edition watches because they're going to increase in value yeah. again. But I've always personally felt that you should buy watches that you enjoy. Yes. And watches that you know that you will continue to enjoy. Yeah. Because even if the watch depreciates, yeah who cares yeah cuz you still enjoy it yeah your enjoyment of the watch is not based on the market value of the watch yeah it shouldn't it shouldn't be a monetary thing Yeah, right? yeah cuz like if we're talking about it being a hobby yeah and heart overhead yeah it's definitely just like the sentimental value counts more yeah than the actual material value of the watch mm mm-hmm. and yeah, that's that's kind of how I have built my personal collection. Yeah, it's just a bundle, a bunch of watches that
1: I like. And I think that's the most con the, the most important consumer advice: buy what you like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, I hate. Not hate, but it's it's kind of annoying when like, oh, does this is increase in value. Does this is will this appreciate? That doesn't fucking matter. Okay. Yeah. Like.
0: Um, will you continue enjoying this one? Will, yeah, ex- yeah exactly right? yeah. yeah yeah that's what counts. Yeah not like oh, what's the value gonna be in yeah. five years? Who gives a shit?
1: Like if and I understand if you're coming from an investment perspective mm-hmm. which I mean then you shouldn't really be in this hobby yeah
0: because um, it's it's so volatile
1: yeah uh, and it's also driven by sentiment and not. Actual value, no, actual, yeah, yeah, not actual value, yeah. Um. So, like, if you're not looking to sell, why does the value of it matter? Mm-hmm. Unless it's unless it's a thing where it's like, oh shit, like if I need cash. Mm-hmm. And like, how easy is it for me to like convert this to cash? Con- yeah. And. In which case, then... You also shouldn't be in this fucking hobby. Yeah,
0: you probably shouldn't be buying feminist goods. Yeah, no. So... Yeah, like, just be a little bit wiser with your money. I yeah, guess.
1: see? And, like... If you hadn't been listening to us... Uh, you wouldn't receive this gem of a consumer advice. Yeah. Like Fi- financial advice. Financial advice, yeah. In, in, it's important financial advice... Mm-hmm. Uh, that everyone should follow yeah for sure
0: yeah by the way can i just say that this imperial india pale Ale uh-huh. is fucking strong which is also from new no? yeah it's fucking strong
1: yeah yeah it's it's hitting me so how how are you feeling now after after this imperial uh ipa i was buzzed yeah
0: i'm buzzier okay yeah i think that would be the word are
1: you um to infinity and beyond at the moment not yet not yet but soon well you can try this double brown ale that's that's only 7.5 percent Oh okay so to those to to those of you who don't know um i have already finished this imperial india pale ale from nookne which is 10 percent it is 10 Mm percent which is incredibly high for a beer yeah uh but it's also quite nice. It is. It, it it really tastes good. Yeah. It's a very
0: nice beer. It's just also very strong. It is very strong.
1: It's very strong. Yeah. I'm gonna move on to I think I think I have a porter next. I might as well finish everything that I have from this brand, actually. Okay. Yeah, I, anyway. I I'm calling it quits, I think, from here on out. That's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm honestly more awake than I have been. Uh,
0: throughout yeah. this day,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm definitely not an alcoholic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's more it's all my it's more of my enthusiasm showing, showing through now. Yeah, yeah, your alcohol enthusiasm. Yeah, alcohol enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. So this is a callback to what episode? I episode know. 1 was the it one where one? we did yeah no episode episode 1 or 2 I think it was, yeah. one, it was definitely one of the early ones so go back and listen and, and let us know which episode Remind was? us, yeah, yeah because yeah. we don't remember
0: yeah so anyway yeah so one of the things that we were talking about modding and patina and all that how important do you think it is for you to match the watch that you've modified yeah. or that is patinated mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the word patinaed yeah. Um, to your personality. Yeah. And your general lifestyle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, how. Like, does it matter? Like, you I, I, I'm sure you've heard of people who are like, oh, you should match your leathers. Yeah. So, black leather strap. Oh,
1: oh. and then I wear a leather belt and. Black, black leather belt. black leather belt and black, black leather shoes. shoes. Yeah. Actually, I should. I've never, I've never heard of that. I know of the, oh, you should wear. Black leather belt with like black shoes or like brown leather belt with, with uh, brown shoes. Yeah, but people go to a further extent and match their belt as so. well. Okay. Yeah,
0: that 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 was the thing.
1: Okay. Uh, I would say there are no rules. Yeah. One, I there was a there's a very storied brand mm-hmm. that says once you've like. Once you've mastered the rules, you can break all the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe they they've done maybe one like, or two interesting like, steel integrated bracelet yeah, watches. Like, yeah,
0: I, I think they may have done something. Yeah,
1: that is yeah something iconic. But meh, uh, meh, meh. <laughs> <laughs> um. And anyway, the, I, I I think so. So if you're wearing a steel. Integrated bracelet Mm -hmm. watch. You wear a steel belt, right? So I
0: that's the thing like I think a steel bracelet goes with anything. Yeah, but matching leathers is a little bit more It's a step too far. Is it? I Don't know. I I I will say that I've done it before Uh Uh-huh. I've matched my brown strap To a brown leather belt and a brown like a, a pair of brown leather shoes lame I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I never met you then. Hmm? It's
1: lame. I don't know. It just feels nice. It just feels fulfilling. Why don't you go hit the toe in brown as well? Just brown shirt, brown pants, brown from- skin. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh my god. Oh 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 no. Oh, oh shoot. no.
0: Oh shit! You went there. <laughs> You went there, Well, to be fair, I, I brown pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a decent amount of sun and I'll brown right up. Okay. Yeah, so...
1: I, I tend to avoid the sun, so I'm just like, pale as fuck, apparently. Yeah. because you are Putri Lilin.
0: Which, for those who don't know... Which in, is a lot of people. Yeah, in Malay means wax princess.
1: I still don't know what the term
0: stands for. Putri Lilin? Yeah. Okay, so like imagine a wax princess.
1: Yes. You melt
0: in the sun, like you melt in heat. So basically, okay. someone who can't tolerate heat. Yeah, is a wax princess. See, educational. Educational. Yeah, and I think it's a very poetic phrase. I'm a wax princess. Yeah. Like you're not a real human. You're like a Madame Tussauds wax <laughs> oh <my> statue. God. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah. yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 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 Um, how, how how much do you care about pairing your
1: watch to your outfit? I feel it's more of a, a feeling thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, what watch have I not given attention to recently? Okay. Like, I'm quite happy to wear my reversal mm-hmm. in just like t-shirt and shorts and like sandals yeah. for example yeah um cause I don't care yeah. like I wanna wear that then I'll wear it yeah yeah fair enough um, um it's and all... I think that's that's also another important uh not necessarily consumer advice but outlook in like yeah. life outlook wear what just you wear want Where what you want wear what you want. Yeah. wear what you want buy what you want but also listen to us tell you what you should be buying. Yeah. Cause <laughs> and, oh. and wearing. Yeah. Cuz we are very important. Yeah. yeah. We are we are the the f- forefront of fashion mm. and um we are avant-garde. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I guess it's also a good point to to talk about the Facebook live um Show that I was on recently mm. by Spark Optics. Mm-hmm. Shout out Spark Optics. Um, sort of, they're an optical shop in Penang that sells eyewear, opticals, opticals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like the topic for discussion, like you, you, you know me. Mm-hmm. I, I think, mm. ah, um, I yeah. tend to wear caps quite a fair bit, mm-hmm. like out of sheer laziness of doing your doing hair my hair up. On. Yeah, uh, but there are. For certain styles or certain colors of hats, mm-hmm. there's also certain styles of glasses or eyewear mm-hmm. that kind of match or go well with that particular style. Okay. Right? You know, whether, whether you're talking like straight brim hats or like, whoops, uh, <laughs> fedoras uh-huh. or like, you know, your dad hats, for example. Mm-hmm. There are style like the other styles of glasses that work well with it and don't work with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with watches, mm-hmm. like we like we were discussing how, you know, you have a dress watch, you wear it casually, it still yeah. like, kind of works. I it still would, works.
0: I would wear my JLC, Master Control, Sector Dial Limited Edition, yeah. Anniversary, yeah. Flex. Flex. Um, with a pair of like just sandals and yeah. shorts
1: and a t-shirt yeah i don't care yeah yeah and like i mean fucking james bond wears a suit around and he wears a Rolex submariner well used to now he wears an omega Seamaster. master, C master. omega 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 because that's
0: how the fancy people yeah. say it and i think that sort of leads into the article that i wrote about gada watches flex flex gada being go anywhere do anything yeah uh, I actually
1: uh, haven't read it yet. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, but the article... <laughs> that's, that's how much... That's how highly I hold you in regard. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But for anyone who's interested in
0: reading the article, yeah, it's on the watch... Uh, watch Clicker. Yeah. At Watch clicker on yeah. Instagram and WatchClicker.com yeah. for the site. Yeah. And that's right. Shout out to Watch Clicker. Hey, Will. What's hey, up? Hey, Will. And anyway. that, yeah, so that's where the art goes on. Yeah, and I actually laid out a whole list of criteria for something to quali- yeah. qualify, qualifying, yeah, as being a Gala watch.
1: Yeah. So for for our six listeners and also me, because I haven't read it. Uh uh-huh. um, Can you Layout. list out yeah. your criteria yep. criteria for criteria on Gata- <laughs> Yeah, criteria.
0: Criteria. Yeah. So. Uh, the first thing that I said was no external bezels. So no tachymeter bezels, no dive bezels, yeah. so if you want a bezel, it's just going to be a clean, polished okay. bezel or brushed bezel yeah. or whatever. Uh, the other thing was no complications mm-hmm. beyond at most day okay. or maybe day, but like no power reserve, no moon phase and all that sort of yeah. thing uh and the other i think the last one was it should ideally come on a strap or bracelet yeah that is also equally water resistant uh-huh. yeah so And I think I also mentioned other stuff like size and everything, but I think that is really subjective. Yeah. If you've got a huge wrist, you can obviously go higher.
1: If you have like a bitch wrist, like yourself, you go smaller.
0: And I I just identified 40 millimeters as the sweet spot. Mm hmm. Fair enough. Like 40 mm, I think, is a spot that anyone could wear. Yeah. Small wrist or big wrist, you can pull up 40. But based on the size of your wrist, you either go below 40 or above. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, after that, I sort of listed a bunch of watches mm. at various price points that would basically be to me yeah. the ideal Gata watch yeah. at various price points. Okay. So if you want me to give a couple of examples, yeah. like
1: at the lowest, sure. Like like don't give too much away. So
0: uh, you still have to read the article. Be, yeah.
1: Yeah. At the like, lowest, like just tease us a bit. Yeah. Like just edge me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Just right to the edge.
0: Like at the lowest end, I mentioned the Dresky X. Shout out Dresky X. (sighs) Because... Are we we gonna mention that fucking name every week? Yes. Because it's such a phenomenal watch. (sighs) But that watch, again, 100 meters... Okay.
1: While you continue on with your Mm -hmm. suggestions, I'm gonna go grab another beer. Okay. And I'll come back in a jiffy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So,
0: um, I started with the Dress KX because it's, again, a clean bezel. It's, um, I think, 40 millimeters, but it wears a little bit smaller. It comes with a steel bracelet and also, you know, it's automatic. It's got Day-Date, but it's a very clean dial, whichever option you go for. And overall, it's just a really solid option as an entry-level Gada watch. Like, if you were not a watch enthusiast, but you just wanted to have a mechanical watch yeah. that you could wear anywhere, forever, yeah. the
1: Dress KX is a very solid option. Actually, like it's it's interesting that you brought that up because, once again, going back to the Spark Optics, yeah, um, I think I told you this like a, a couple of weeks back, where yeah. well, one of the guys was asking me for suggestions of like watches, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Um, so he was like, "Hey, what do, what do you think of Fossil?" and like, "No. N- no. Yeah, nah." Uh so he he asked me to suggest uh like other alternatives. So I mm. said, "Why why not like a Seiko?" Yeah. So he thought Seiko start from like f- in 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 Ringgit, mm-hmm. like four figures, right? Yeah. Like 250 USD and above. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "Dude." So I
0: br- actually brought up the air-
1: the Dress KX. The Dress KX. The best watch. Oh, God, in I the world. Fucking dirty saying that. Um anyway. Yeah, I feel I feel so dirty saying that. But anyway, but it's a great watch. Like, so I showed him the watch. I said this is available for how I much mean, you got a 680 ringgit? Yeah, so like 150 USD. Yeah, yeah. And he was stunned. Yeah, he like, like blew his mind. What really like it's available for so cheap? Yeah. Because even the fossil is like More seven or eight hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. ringgit. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And it's like if you go for a mechanical fossil, I think yeah. it's like a China seagull. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I said like, consider this yeah. instead of like a fossil. A fossil. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And okay, so the the lowest end was the Dress X. Yeah. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, yeah, was the Vacheron Constantin overseas.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Because I think that's 120 meters water resistant, uh-huh. and it comes with a bracelet. And also, I think if you buy a VC overseas, yeah, it comes with a leather strap and yeah. a rubber strap. Mm-hmm. <coughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, it does. In addition yeah. to the metal yeah. bracelet. Yeah. <coughs> plus a quick change mechanism as well yeah so that's just like I'm not going to say value for money yeah but if you were to buy a watch at that end of the market yeah I don't think you could find a better value yeah because the Royal Oak is bracelet yeah and the Nautilus is also bracelet Bracelet.
1: but the Vacheron you have options you (coughs) have options just switch it up yeah. Which also goes back to our modding. Yeah. See, like we just have such coherent episodes. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, I I would actually like like if honestly if I could I would love to have that that, that limited edition, that's or the special edition Vashran overseas. Um, <coughs> the, that that the climber one, like the one in Titanium. Yeah, and all black dull, right? Oh, yeah. No, like grey, yeah, like yeah. A deep, yeah, yeah. like deep grey. Yeah. God, that is so beautiful. Yeah. Um. Okay. So in your collection, mm-hmm. what would you consider a Gada? Have you got a Gada in your well I have the dress kids. Okay, aside from that. Aside
0: from that. Uh honestly, based on the criteria that I've set for myself, mm-hmm. I would say no, because the okay. G- the JLC is kind of a to watch. Yeah, but it's fifty millimeter, fifty meters. Yeah, oh, fifty millimeters water resistance would be pretty bad. Yeah. It's fifty meters, so technically it doesn't qualify. Mm-hmm. It also comes on a leather bracelet. Mm-hmm. I mean, leather strap. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, honestly, no. I don't think Mm -hmm. I have a single other watch that would qualify as a Gada. Okay. Especially if you were to base it on the criteria that I set out. Yeah. Because the other options would be stuff like a notice duality. Yeah, but then that... Has a dual crown. It has a dual crown and internal bezel. So internal bezel is not as bad, but dual crown kind of sticks out. Okay, yeah. And, uh, I mean... Like yeah, I just don't really have a GADA collection. Yeah. Like I think for you the Grand Sequel Snowflake Yeah, I was just I was gonna say mine would be the
1: Snowflake. Yeah. And I um, it's on the list as well. Yeah. On the article. Yeah. Yeah. Go read it. Yes. Um Honestly, if you asked me what my other GADA's would be, mm-hmm. I would say the sub, man. Yeah, honestly the, it's sub. The sub is even a... even no no. no. Oh, the, the sub. Submariner. Okay. Okay. Uh, even though... It has an external It bezel. has an ex- external bezel, but, yeah. like, it just blends in with the rest of the watch because it's black. Mm-hmm. It's a black bezel. It's a black dial. Mm-hmm. So, it's... It it's, just blends. And plus, it's... Plus, not, it's, plus uh, being the... Uh, the five-digit model. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not in the disgusting Maxi case. Yeah. So, it just works, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. And maybe... Str- Maybe even stretching it, I would say the GMT Master.
0: Yeah,
1: I guess so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I guess those are the modern non traditional Garda yeah. options, I yeah. would say. Cause even if you were to go with Omega. Yeah. Omega. Like the Seamaster Professional. Yeah. The C Master three hundred. Yeah. Those are genuinely legitimate Garda watches mm. as well. Like Water resistance, no problem. Yep. Magnetic resistance, no problem. Yeah. And it does look good as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, on that bit of consumer advice. Yes. I think we're done. I think that's yeah, that's a good point. Uh, to call it. Yeah. So just make sure that you go back and check out the article. Yeah. On watchclicker.com. On watchclicker.com as well as um, our previous podcast episodes. Yes. So that you can fill in the blanks because yeah. we're blanking out. Are we? I'm kind. not. I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm blacking out then. So. Lame. On that note, uh, we'll catch you in the next episode.
1: Yes. Bye. Bye.